on judgment day will Thanos welcome you into the kingdom of heaven and say, come on in, my faithful servant? Or will he say, I'm sorry, little one. I was perusing YouTube. Yes, I said perusing. And I did a search for atheism, as I do from time to time, just to see what the Christians are saying about us. And I came across this video called, Can I Change an Atheist's Mind? That video is from a channel called Reformed by Christ on YouTube. And what he's doing in the video is he's giving his thoughts on an animated video about an atheist asking why he should believe in Jesus. So yes, in this video, I will be talking about a guy who is talking about another video. I'm just a dude who's talking about another dude who's talking about another dude's video. Also, I'm not sure if you can hear the birds outside or not, but it sounds like I'm in the Amazon rainforest. So if you can hear the birds, just enjoy the ambiance. Now this video is where an atheist has a conversation or discussion with a Christian. Now we will be taking a look at this video, we will be analyzing this video, and I will give you my thoughts about this video. Yes, without further waiting, let's get into the video. Alrighty then. Dude. Hey, what's up? What you reading? The Bible. You're reading the Bible? Yeah. Dude, why are you reading the Bible? For class? No, I just... Okay, so you're just reading the Bible. So right off the bat, we see something very interesting happen. Yes, right off the bat, what we see is the atheist being portrayed as a dickhead who interrupts his Christian friend. But proceed, reformed by Christ. What we see here is the atheist approaching the Christian. Now many atheists do this. When we look at our Instagram, many atheists come into our DMs and they want us to answer questions for them. Now, while I don't doubt that many Christian accounts on Instagram do have atheists who DM them, I would say that the opposite is far greater. They want almost to have verification in what they believe, that atheism or that there is no proof of God. They want atheism to be true because they know that if atheism isn't true, there will be consequences. It's not that we want atheism to be true. I don't know where they get this idea that it's just atheists want atheism to be true. So we're rejecting God. And like, we don't believe in that. It's not about that. It's just rejecting the God claim because we don't have a reason to believe in God. It's not that we want atheism to be true. If I had a reason to believe in a God, I would believe in that God. So oftentimes they approach Christians in a very condescending way, just as you see in this video, in order for them to have very, uh, verification about their own disbelief in God. Yes, they approach Christians in a very condescending way, as you'll see in this fictional cartoon video. Hey man, this is what's called building a straw man. This isn't what atheists are. My DMs are full of Christians who are like, hey, I just want to know why you don't believe. And then I tell them, and then they go into some sort of rage mode about how I'm spreading the word of atheism and trying to deconvert people from Christ. And they come into my DMs. And what happens is these Christian accounts will post using all the atheist hashtags on Instagram. And if you're like me, you follow some of those. I follow the ex-Christian hashtag. And there are Christian accounts who use these hashtags to prey on people who are deconverting from Christianity or deconstructing their faith and trying to figure out what they believe. They will have people use, posting with those hashtags 
and scouring those hashtags and trying to find people who are following those hashtags to prey on them and bring them back to Christ because they think that what ex-Christians, atheists, agnostics, whatever are doing is dragging those people away from the truth. We don't even know if Jesus existed. Why should I believe your facts? Well, because the five facts I'm going to give you are backed by so much historical evidence that most professional critical scholars who study the subject accept them as true. That includes skeptical atheist scholars. All right, here we go. Let's hear these five facts. Okay, so Jesus was a guy who actually existed and then got himself killed. So what? That's the first fact. Actually, Jesus being crucified is not a fact. Many scholars do believe it, but not all of them. There are mythicists and people who think that Jesus was not a real person or that he was a combination of people. I'm not an expert on the subject, but I can say it's not an agreed upon fact. Second, his disciples were convinced that he rose from the dead and appeared to them. Third, Paul, a sworn enemy of the early Christians, suddenly became a Christian. Fourth, Jesus' skeptical brother James also became a Christian. And fifth, the tomb where they put Jesus' body was empty. Okay, so you have the disciples who were convinced that he rose from the dead. Okay, what does that prove? And then Paul became a Christian and James became a Christian. So two people decided to follow Jesus. All right, even if, the, even if these are historical facts, what does that prove? These are five excellent facts that proves the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Up, 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 up. I don't think so. None of that proves the resurrection of Christ. Even if you take all five of those as facts, it does not prove a resurrection. Number one, Jesus was crucified. Two, the disciples believed that, they, that he rose from the dead. Three, Paul became a Christian. Four, James became a Christian. And five, the tomb was empty. Zero of those prove the resurrection. Zero. Now, you might say, looking at this video, looking at these historical facts about Jesus' crucifixion and his resurrection, how can atheists still not believe in Jesus Christ? How can they still deny the crucifixion? How can they still reject the idea of the resurrection? Now, what I want to tell you is that oftentimes, atheists have hardened their hearts against the truth. Oftentimes, atheists have hardened their heart against the truth. Well, how about this? Reformed by Christ. Oftentimes, atheists were once just like you, like me. I once believed too. I once believed that Jesus was the Son of God. I once believed that Jesus rose from the dead. And a lot of atheists are former believers of some kind. We just get to a point where we stop believing. If we hypothetically thought that God was real, why would we decide to harden our hearts and not believe? If we knew that God is, is real and we know that hell is a real place and that th there are consequences for not believing, why would we harden our heart? It's not that. It's just that we decide, oh, wait, I don't believe that after all. So this is why when you have a discussion with an atheist, when you talk about God with an atheist, you always need to start off by asking them the question, if Christianity is true, would you accept it? Would you become a Christian? And when they start to deny this fact, when they start to uh, get sidetracked, you know that they have hardened their hearts against the truth. And when they have hardened their hearts against the truth, you need to pray for them. I don't know that that's necessarily true. I think 
I feel like if there were a God and if there were proof that a God existed, I would believe that the God exists, obviously. That doesn't mean that I would worship that God, though. Um, and that's that's the difference here. It doesn't mean I would have to become a Christian just because I know that that God exists. It's like saying, well, if you knew that Thanos was going to win the war, would you side with him? On Judgment Day, will Thanos welcome you into the kingdom of heaven and say, come on in, my faithful servant? Or will he say, I'm sorry, little one. The disciples thought they saw Jesus alive after he died, but it was just wishful thinking. They were stressed and just kind of hallucinated. The hallucination theory also lacks explanatory power. 500 witnesses saw Jesus at the same time. 500 witnesses? Really? What were their names? What were their names, animator? Who were the 500 witnesses? Or is it just that Paul mentioned that there were 500 witnesses one time and everybody just accepts it? Answer me that. So I want to show you two videos of Ray Comfort going up to someone and preaching the gospel with them. Actually having a conversation about God with them. Ray Comfort, what happened? We were having a nice little time watching this little animated clip. And now you're going to throw Ray Comfort into my life? The banana man himself? Fine. Now the first person that I will be showing you is someone who is actually accepting towards receiving Christianity. They call themselves an atheist, but they're humble enough to admit that atheism doesn't have all the answers. So Mario, are you spiritual? Yes. Hey, check out this atheist. First question, are you spiritual? Yup. Also, this guy is completely zooted. So, do you think God created everything? Do you think evolution created everything? At this point, I think Ray Comfort has never even tried to understand evolution whatsoever. Do you ever think about how amazing life is? I mean, look at the blueness of the sky and the sun. Do you ever think about the sun? Ray Comfort coming in with the hard-hitting questions. Do you ever think about the sun? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I'll look up in the sky. It's really bright, you know. There's a sun there. Sometimes I'll put on sunblock when I don't want to get a sunburn. So yeah, I think about the sun then. Do you love yourself? I do. Do you love God? I love God. Hey, let's take a look at this atheist. Do you love God? Yep. I'm an atheist. But in my mind, God is the entire universe. I like this kid. Like... People have this misconception that atheists just don't like anybody who believes in God and stuff. It's not that. I don't care if people believe in God. It's the people like Ray Comfort that I have a problem with. I don't have a problem with spiritual people or people that believe there's a higher power or that the universe is God or whatever, Hakuna Matata and all that stuff. It's the people like Ray who think they know exactly what God is and that you should too. And he's going to tell you exactly what God wants from you and what he doesn't like. Do you think you're a good person? Yes. How many lies have you told in your life? I've lost count. Okay, what do you call someone who's told lies? A liar. So you've blown that one. Have you ever stolen something, even if, you're, even if it's small? Yeah. What do you call someone who steals? A liar. <laughs> a thief. Have you ever looked at a woman with lust? Yes, I'm a man. <laughs> have you had sex before marriage? Yes, I'm a man. So, Mario, I'm not judging you. You judge yourself. But you've told me you're a lying, thieving, blasphemous, fornicating, adulterer at heart. And you have to face God on Judgment Day. If he judges you by the Ten Commandments, I've looked at four, you're going to be innocent or guilty. 
guilty. Heaven or hell? Hell. <laughs> this is the problem that I have with people like him. Have you ever lied? Have you ever lusted after a woman? You're not a good person. You deserve bad things. You deserve hell. It's called scare tactics. It's called trying to make people feel like absolute garbage in need of a savior. And that's what evangelical Christianity is in a nutshell. Try to make you feel really bad about yourself and that you deserve nothing. You deserve nothing as a person. You are in need of a savior who can wipe the slate clean because you're just a piece of shit. Are you ready to repent and trust in Christ? Yes. Congratulations, Ray. You made this kid cry because you told him how shitty he was. Great job. Now I also want to show you a second clip where you can see that someone is literally angry with God. So they have hardened their hearts against hearing the truth that Jesus says. Let's take a look at it. All right, let's see atheist number two, Mr. Hardened Heart. Just because one person does one bad thing does not mean that that person is characterized by the single bad action that they've done. And this is the problem with Christianity. People try and put people in boxes. God commanded genocide of people multiple times in the Bible. I like this guy. But you can also see what they're trying to do with this video, how they're trying to portray atheists. Like we're just these angry people all the time. Ah, we hate God. Blah. We're so mad at God. Oh, and I went to the original Living Waters video that this is from. And guess why this guy was mad? It's because Ray Comfort was out there in public telling people just what he told the last guy. That they are sinners deserving of hell and they're pieces of human garbage. So now I'm pretty sure that you have a good idea of how different people can react differently towards hearing the gospel. Yep, some people put up with the Ray Comforts of the world and some of us don't. So let's get back into the animation video. Science has not disproven miracles. In fact, that would be impossible. Why? Science deals exclusively with natural phenomena, physical matter and material processes, right? Uh, yeah. But a miracle, by definition, is not a natural phenomenon. It's supernatural. So? So a supernatural event would lie outside the boundaries of science. It's logically impossible for science to throw out any hypothesis that lies outside its boundaries. So what you're saying is basically you can make up anything and science can't disprove it. That still doesn't prove anything supernatural. Just because science can't disprove claims that you can't prove, that doesn't mean those claims are true. I see what you're trying to do here. What really stands out for me about this video is how lovingly the Christian talks with the atheist. When we discuss God with an atheist, it's important for us to talk in a loving and kind manner. All right, man, I'll give it to you. I agree. We need to have respectful discussions, even if we don't believe what the other person believes. I do agree that we need to have respectful discussions about religion. I just get sick of atheists being made out to be these really angry people who are just rejecting God out of the fact that they don't want to serve him or that they want to live in sin or that they just have hardened their heart and things like that. I just kind of get tired of that portrayal. I get tired of people uh, sending me DMs saying that the way that I'm living is wrong when I don't do that to Christians. Now, Ray Comfort said this, which I believe is very true. And he said, when we are afraid to speak up about the gospel, to go preach the gospel, to talk about the gospel with someone, we shouldn't necessarily pray to not be afraid. We should rather pray to love that person more. I don't think that Ray Comfort is the kind of guy that you need to be listening to, though, man, because he might come up with a nice approach. 
But if you reject what he's saying or dispute it at all, he immediately goes into, well, well, you think this and you think that and you think this. Well, you're a liar. Have you ever lied before? Have you ever lusted? That's absolutely the wrong approach in every way. He used the example of someone who is in an ice-cold water and you need to jump in and save them. When you love that person, you will, of course, jump in that water to save them. So you shouldn't pray for less fear. Rather, you should pray for more love to want to help those people, to want to tell them that, listen, hell is real, but I have good news for you, and that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what's kind of sad, and I've been there before where you feel like it's your job to help save everyone around you. You think that people who are just living their lives and are happy while not living by your theology are in trouble, that they're drowning and that you have to save them, when in fact, we don't need to be saved. We just want to be left the hell alone. What I want you to take away from this video is that atheists will approach you and they will approach you in a very condescending way. Yeah, that's right. I forget. It's the atheists who are on the street corners yelling at everybody, yelling at all the Christians that the way that they're living is wrong. That's right. I forgot. It's the atheists who do that. And yes, I'm being condescending right now because you deserve it a little bit. Moral of the story here is don't act like atheists are the ones who are attacking all the time. The most of our attacking is just reactionary, just responses to the things that we've been told our whole lives by religious people. Hell, even the term atheist just exists because of your claims and we reject them. So we have to label ourselves that because we're not the majority. Reformed by Christ, no hate toward you whatsoever, but just turn off Ray Comfort. He's not going to help you in life. Until next time, remember, you don't need a God to be good.